Welcome to Content Breaker. Featuring Static Dreads, Kaiju Kells, Strangely Entertaining, and Zogbert. Today's episode is Star Wars Visions. Hey guys. Um, welcome to another episode of Content Breaker, where we sometimes forget who is doing intro. And yeah, um, I'm your boy, Static Dreads, who is good with the Force. Of course, I am a Sith. And we are joined by um, Zog himself, who is probably also a Sith. A huge Sith who kills little Padawans because they don't have the same opinion as him. Um, <laughs> nah, man, what? I take him oh. as a bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just... I get yeah. either way with that. <laughs> and takes the jobs and then enforces his, yeah. his will I'm on people. I'm sure as fuck uh, not a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't That's think what I'm any getting of us, out of this. I don't think any of us are Jedi. Um, we've got what, really? our boy Kale. the other two? Well, Kale's over here is probably a... He's a Mace Windu. Whatever Mace Windu was. He was technically a Jedi. Mace Windu was a master Jedi. He yeah. just had a little bit of darkness in him and used it for the greater good. I see what you did there, Zog. And he had a purple um, lightsaber. That's my man. <laughs> because Samuel wanted a purple one. That's why he got a purple one. And he fucking got a purple <laughs> yeah. one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then we have Strange, of course, who Hi. might, you know, just be a straight up, like, you might be a Mace Windu so type. He, I don't think you need a lightsaber. Pe- I see him so as the devil from Z- the group. <laughs> nah, yeah. man. He's some peasant from Xanadar just living his fucking life. But then his moon gets blown up and he's like, Motherfucker. The fucking... <laughs> The fucking Empire again. Nah, uh, Strange has got to be a peddler. He's got to be like a Ace Mace Windu type person. My space cabbages. Not Mace Windu. Oh my gosh. Why did I say Mace Windu? I went. Everybody's um, Mace Windu. You're no. Mace Windu. Lord I'm Jesus. Mace Windu. Han Solo. He's Thank you. Mace Windu. Uh, oh, a smuggler. He's a smuggler. He's a smuggler. He's a smuggler. Okay. Yes. You're a smuggler. Okay. So you I are. Could, I could see it. I could see it. And yeah, in case you can't tell. We are a hundred percent doing um, Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions today. Yes. <laughs> no, I thought we were talking about the movies. Of, yeah. No, God. No. Yeah. Um, but we will milk I the mean, franchise. Not for one of the characters we mentioned we already are in Visions. <laughs> so I will. I will not. The movies are trash. I'm just gonna get that out of the way <laughs> right oh, well, now. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, not all the movies. Just the new three, the OGs. Okay, you need to specify that every- shit. The Disney era okay. stuff, yeah, that's trash. Not just the Di- no Rogue One was good. We just can't blame the Disney era. Mm, okay, the Disney era. Three was out of four one. being kind of trash. Sure. <laughs> Yo, the Mandalorian is fucking great. Yeah, yeah the Mandalorian is great. Yeah. I give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> All Mandal- right. So, Kai, tell me what Star Wars Visions is. So, Star Wars Visions is an anthology that has been done by various studios overseas, such as, you know, Studio Trigger, Production IG, Gino Studios, um, Kamina, Citrus. I don't know who they were before this, but they killed their episode. So a um, bunch of different studios over in Japan got to do their take on Star Wars because Disney likes money and a lot of studios wanted to take their shot at Star Wars around the world, not just Japan. So who That's knows? Safe. We might get like Chinese visions next or Germanic visions. I don't know if Germany is really big in the animation game, so I don't even know if that's a thing, but it could be. 
Probably not. I don't think we'll ever see this uh, again. Yeah, I don't think we're seeing yeah. this again. But it's yeah. kind of exciting for what we got. Like yeah. eight different episodes. Okay. Nine. It's I personally <laughs> am excited for the variety of different takes. I'm going to fight Zog on this see. podcast today. Like with all love before and after whatever happens after this recording. Look, I love you. But look, I get it. I mean, we, I'm a Star Wars fan. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. I get the idea, but except I do have crazy. my grievances with this, but I do understand that there are plenty of good things to like about it. We'll get and the to people it. Who, and the people who hate Star Wars more than Star Wars fans are those crazy people who um, like, think it's the, like cultish sick. moms. There was like actually a group of people who the Karens? Like to go like, yes, super Karens, basically. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, let's just dive into visions, you know. Um, some of the studios who worked on this uh, anthology group, uh, one was, I hit my mic. That's the thing That's that fine. I did. I should acknowledge what I did. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, let's talk about the th- one that's totally 3D. It's uh, Kamikaze Doga. This one. With that first episode. This one was a really strong start. I loved how it was a uh, Kurosawa film since mm-hmm. Star Wars was a huge, in- was hugely inspired by those films. Throwing it back to that was a great idea. I really liked that. It was beautiful. That being said, that, that was the um, only thing I liked about this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Was I, liked that? The, I liked the action in it. it. I thought it was fun. I liked the little lights. You know, the lights were the only color you could see. I, I liked that little touch. It was neat to look at. Um, it was it was cool. It, was, it definitely seemed like it was like a lot of these seemed like a pilot episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm actually it's wondering in, if that's what these or were. If re- were like they pilot were all, episodes. They're either pilot episodes or really rushed finales. So yeah. here's one interesting thing about the group that I promise you that um, is going to at least make one of you really hype. Uh, <laughs> Kamikaze Dogo helps with all the JoJo adaptations. They like, do the uh, openings. The intro. Yeah. Yes, the yes. intros. So Because they, they, they have... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, they also did um, Batman the Ninja movie. Huh. <laughs> so, or Ninja yeah, they're, series, they're, Ninja Batman. They are a strong player in the 3D animation world of uh, the Japanese market, um, which is why this is 100% 3D. And you kind of get around the the shading and frame rates by having it incredibly stylized. Oh, yeah. They pulled the same trick w- with uh, Batman Ninja, except that one had color and this one's all done in black and white outside of the lights, the lightsabers, the blasters. The little blinking things on the droids. Other yeah, than that, it's white. all black and white. Yeah. I did enjoy this. Um, I liked the character. I liked the twist of this. I liked the story in this one. This one was really strong story-wise. I feel like they all kind of were. But this one in particular, when like everybody and myself, I feel like, expected him to be a Jedi. And when it turns out he was a Sith when he pulled that red katana. Well, but was he a Sith? But okay, was he the, a okay, Sith? No, I'm thing. saying, but it turns the out he color, wasn't a Jedi. Yeah, here's the thing. The lightsaber color doesn't really define who's using it. I mean, Boba Fett uses a lightsaber. And he's just a regular bounty hunter. He has no connection to the Force. He's just skilled enough that he can use one. Well, and he took it like, from another Jedi. From a Jedi he killed. But... 
the even the dialogue throwing it out that oh my god a red one you're a sith that's that was kind of lame <laughs> well i mean so it, it kind of ruined the twist for me i don't and did that then, happen i thought he pulled out the red jedi or the red, the red uh, lightsaber and she's like i thought you were a jedi and he says i wish or something like that no, like i didn't think when they, she first pops out and has the umbrella saber which that was cool. Just like, I don't understand the hate. Even on normal that. That people cool. are just like, ah, a red one. That means she's a Sith. No one knows well, about the Sith except the Jedi. No one cares about the Sith except the Jedi. Pretty sure they They're care all about Jedi. Killing everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> My take on this whole episode, it was it was kind of certainly I agree with your point, Zog. Um, it was a strong opening, um, giving both the anime take and influence of Star Wars with uh, a lot of its source culture um i strain uh static i agree with you um this the kind of story with as little dialogue as there is kind of setting things up with like the droid coming into play later on and having him fix the droid by the time like he needs him in the battle yeah i like the storytelling aspects of the fight Mm -hmm. yeah um and certainly the the swerve of okay red equals sith except we don't really know because he's like take this kyber crystal because i have a million of them and maybe i'm a sith bounty hunter or maybe i'm just collecting sith shit because i'm like i have a vendetta against sith who knows we don't ever get a follow-up but like yeah you could easily say he's kind of like ahsoka she left the Jedi Order. She still practices all the Jedi stuff, has her own lightsabers and everything, but she's not a Jedi. She's a great Jedi. True. True. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's, so, can- okay. if that's canon Sith, anymore, yeah, Disney's you know. fucked all that up. <laughs> let Disney has. be Disney. No. No, because that's how we're going to get la- that's later this on. Has, I'm going I'm to have an argument with you about Disney. Uh, but Me? let's continue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, next we have Studio Colorado, which I kept calling Studio Colorado in my head. I'm like, it's not Colorado. Don't say Colorado. But um, Studio Colorado, who I only know them from Burn the Witch. I'm sure they might have done some other stuff. That uh, I might. Apparently, they did some films. Yeah, I know like they did. Penguin Highway. Whatever that is. I haven't heard of that one. A Whisker Away. Uh, a Whisker. I haven't mean to watch A Whisker Away. Strange, you would like it. It's about cats. No. I'm a, I'm just I you have, have two cats. I have two cats. Uh, I like dogs. Too. Typhoon dogs. Naruto. <laughs> I don't know what that one is, but apparently it's about uh, a flood. Episode two. They also did. Oh. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll say episode two was interesting. It actually did something that I kind of wanted from the rest of the stories, not saying anything is bad, not saying episode two was bad. Let me just tell you, put that out there now. He said episode two was bad. No, it wasn't bad. He's just covering his bases. For what it, what it did. And it definitely did something different. And I was kind of expecting that kind of story throughout the rest of the episodes, not dealing with like, I mean, it had a Jedi in it. Sure. But like <laughs> he was barely a Jedi. Bar- yeah, you know, barely. It was He's mostly like a little... a, it was mostly a small personal story that had that mm-hmm. epic touch Star Wars can give. Uh, but overall, I just 
I kind of finished watching and I was like, huh, well, that was fun. <laughs> and yeah. that's kind of it. <laughs> It and, didn't and, blow yeah. me away in any way. Um, it 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 really plays into the other parts of the Star mm-hmm. Wars universe that are not just Jedi versus Sith. It's all yeah. like bounty hunters and like debts and normal the, people the fucking, trying to live their lives, be in a rock band, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, like we got oh, androids, yeah, all that and, shit. I want to see in Star Wars. <laughs> it's not yeah, all Jedi versus uh, Sith, Disney. So while it it totally was kind of off the wall for a Star Wars thing in terms of plot, it totally brought like the world into it. And I feel like it does a good job of that because the director of this episode also worked on Boogie Pop and others and Uh, A Place Further Than the Universe, which are two very world encompassing um, shows. Those are very... Like, like emotionally driven personal story kind of anime. Yes, like he was an assistant director on A Place Further Than the World, and he was the production assistant in production production design on Boogie Pop and others. So he had he like he, he did stuff. So I was very intrigued. I also really liked the little touch for some reason when he came in. He was like, "Yo, it's not a lightsaber." It's a, yeah, mic. it's a microphone. I was just thinking about that. He converted his mic into uh, his lightsaber into a microphone. That was kind of funny. I'm like, that's that's a way yeah. to say, hey, get out of here. So, yeah, it's um, a nice little visual thing to say. Like, I left that life behind. Mm-hmm. True. It, it True definitely pain. was. In, I mean, do you think? Because did he escape or no, no, no? Did he run away? Or was he essentially it like ran ordered, away? Okay, I thought. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was Order sixty six. The fact that they're dealing with bounty hunters and not the Empire. Makes it very vague on when in any kind of timeline this takes place. But visions could also be an alternate universe kind of thing. There's no fucking telling. Uh, especially since, like in the first one, that was a very feudal Japan kind of setting. Oh, yeah. It'd be no Star the, Wars shits all over the place. Uh, so, I do love the time frame, settings. I don't really think matters. Yeah. It's just uh, he was. On a battlefield, he was about to die. He ran away, and now he's a pop star, rock star, pop star. He likes music. He <sighs> does rock music. Pop star. <laughs> Man, this next one though, like we okay. So this next <clears throat> one is from a studio that we all love near and dear. I know we all have at least one, maybe five animes that come from the <laughs> studio that we all love dearly, and that is Twins. We should have given the other titles, but this one's special. That is Twins. From Studio Trigger, and before we get into what Trigger has done, well, let's you know, let's just get into Trigger has done first. Trigger has done. If, if you've heard any other podcast from us, you've we've talked about Trigger <laughs> and some of the stuff yes. they've done. Yes, we they've <coughs> done uh, BNA. They've done Darling and Franks. Just got to say that they've done Pro Par, Kill a Kill. They've done Little Witch Academia. Um, yeah, Little Witch Academia. They've done Gurren Lagann. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like so much um but the director personally of this episode which might be in why this one's one of my favorites he personally directed this one he was a key animator for all of the rebuilds of evangelion he was the director of bna he was the director of kill the kill and the kill the kill special 
in Little Witch Academia. This guy is like a goat in the terms of like anime direction and just like doing other things. He was also the key animator in Redline. I don't know if y'all watched the movie Redline. Haven't seen it. No. Yes, Kevin. Uh, I know of it. It looks wild. Like Death Race in the in anime. Well, you have my attention. Like, <laughs> yes, no, it's really it's really solid. All right. it's like, it looks amazing. We, I know what I'm looking at later. Put, Kai, we need to put this on the list at some point. Yes. Um, I have to fucking be a weeb lawyer. Um, he was only the key anime, a key animator for Neon Genesis Evangelion from 1995. Not, in fact, the rebuilds. It says he did the rebuilds here on the list I'm looking at. He did 2.0. You cannot advance. Mm. Um, 3.0. Um, we'll hash this out later. Okay. <laughs> that's but the problem. If I'm wrong, with I apologize. Don't blame me. Blame the internet. Yeah, that's the problem with the internet. Everyone can mess with it. <sighs> Fuck it. Uh, so this episode, Studio Triggers, the twins. Yes, you um, can tell it's trigger. Like yeah, you really can. frame one. Yes, I love that. Um, shout out to Studio Trigger, man. Um, I like the. At first, when I heard that the title was going to be Twins, I expected kind of like Knights of the Old Republic stuff. I expected um, a Luke and Leia story because oh, they they're the only twins <laughs> I know of no, in Star in, Wars. In the in the games, um, there's a two twin brothers who are children of the dark side. Yeah, but unless you come up with original characters, Luke and Leia are the most famous, like marketable twins. I forgot they were twins. Like, I so. promise you, <laughs> most people who... Um, like get involved in Star Wars, don't play a lot of the games, <laughs> and Old Republic's one of the big ones that they skip over. So I don't imagine a lot of people know about them. Yeah, which sucks. But, um, but oh well. This was this was an interesting story. Um, the guy or the brother whose name I've forgotten. Unfortunately, I've also forgotten the sister's name. Um, <laughs> but the brother, like, just so casually taking the crystal and walking out like just it was yeah. like a casual day at work it's like it's gonna be fine he's like okay it's not gonna be fine and that was really hilarious for me i also <laughs> liked how he was she's like you're defecting to the republic and he's like screw the republic and i'm just like <laughs> i'm trying to protect fair you. enough how? i'm like I, fair i finally i'm sorry i love how this one took mi- big elements from some of the other star wars movies like uh, the freaking Star Destroyers being able to blow up a planet from mm-hmm. uh, Rise of Skywalker. One of the dumbest things they did in that movie in this. And they actually ma- did it in a way that you could be like, huh, well, that's interesting. Or that's well, compelling. It? I forget. What Because they was actually the got into the details. Did it's a kyber specify? crystal. It's a kyber oh, okay, crystal. It's a kyber. So it's like yeah. they, they would destroy a planet with a giant lightsaber pretty much. That's what they did with the Death Star, too. Speaking of lightsabers, I love that Trigger gets weird with it. It was so like the lightsaber extendo tentacles. Lightsaber, let's go. No, I'm a lightsaber octopus now. No, aren't aren't like uh, lightsaber whips like actually a thing though? That is a thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like they uh, they're a little different than lightsabers because all lightsabers are powered by kyber crystals, but. Uh, you'll find light whips in the hands of like Jabba's uh, workers when they're trying to like discipline his slaves or whatever. So anyone can make one, but they're 
if you want the specific lightsaber version, you got to have the uh, crystal. I like that. Maybe this is just because it exhibits step on me energy. And my new goal <laughs> is to stay step on me energy in every podcast that we do. I'll but leave it when the, the tags. So the, tags. the sister's your favorite character. <laughs> of this episode? Yes. Um, but like <laughs> when the lightsaber came out of her heels, bruh, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's dope. Like, that was dope. I know Zog's probably like, that was the stupidest thing I've seen since I watched Ed, Ed and Eddie for the first time. But like, oh. I, I, I'm going to be honest. That was dope. Well, first off, I loved Ed and, Ed, Ed and Eddie. The insanity of it was the joke. So that doesn't bother me. Uh, the lightsaber coming out of the heel. I didn't take this episode seriously to begin with, but the moment that happened, I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a dope touch. Um, and I like how I feel like I know there's going to be a lot of Star Wars fans who are going to want my head for this, but I feel like the explosion thing that they did this with this made more sense than what they did in The Last Jedi when like Homegirl was like spaceship slice. I mean, like, honestly, it was the same thing. Honestly, with the fact that it's not the same thing, but. Yeah, it, with this so, one was way more ridiculous in yeah. this version because he literally turned the X-wing upside down, was just breathing in space without a helmet, and That's the thing just too. out of nowhere, his lightsaber extended to the size of the Empire State Building as he cut through a spaceship. In the way that Studio Trigger escalates, oh, yes. Yes. yes, like it's one hundred trigger. This it's one hundred percent Studio Trigger. I am not. Oh yeah, trying to bag on it at all. But if it wasn't Studio Trigger and they tried to do this with anything else Star Wars, this would be one of the worst Star Wars things to ever exist. And Man. if you, if I'm trying to look at it as separating out Star Wars and anime fan. And Star Wars fan, that was fucking stupid. Everything about this episode sucked. Anime fan, this is the kind of shit I come come to see. Trying to combine them back together, I don't know how to feel about this. And that's I many feel- of these episodes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, that Trigger gets two shots at this. Mm-hmm. One yeah. for absurdity, and the second to show exactly how real and gritty and fun yeah. like they can make. I was talking with Static about Star Wars. the exact same thing. It's like let's just like, balls to the wall one episode, and then like let's actually get a little bit serious and show them our serious side. Let's like, yeah, right. Doing that a lot. You know? like, <laughs> let's pull back the Trigger. old Gynax side for a little bit for the second one. <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, Static, I do have to apologize. After a little bleep foo on the internet, I have found the list you were looking at. And mm-hmm. uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi is, in fact, a key animator draw the rebuilds. Mm-hmm. Thank you for. I should know better than to fucking like try to out weeb. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm in the trenches for a reason, so y'all don't have to be. Like, this is not the life I chose for love, but I don't know what that means. I feel just, like you did, but, though. <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> We love so, you. Um, tell me about this next episode, man. Man, this next episode, like, as a person who is very, like, earthly, I feel like this was a really good episode. I felt like it dealt with, like, the force, like, the nature of the force without straight up telling you that's what they're doing. Yeah. Like, this, like, the whole thing, like, was, it was a lot, but, like, in a good way. It was, like... The wedding, like the stuff that happened in the beginning. I'm, I'm going to be 100% with you. 
the plot of this felt like a Studio Ghibli movie. That's fair. Which, let's uh, take 36 seconds and talk about Kinema Citrus Co. It's the same company. They did Rising of the Shield Hero. I already loved them. Motherfucker, (laughs) motherfucker. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) Made in Abyss, Review Starlight, and Shield, Rising of the Shield Hero. All right, now let's talk about the fucking plot. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. (laughs) <laughs> is one of my I usually don't like things right away and but Rising of the Shield Hero was one of those that instantly grabbed me and has kept me ever since so okay uh, then tell me about the plot that. of this episode what's the plot essentially random wanderers coming to visit a planet talking to an old friend who was studying uh, different parts of nature encounters a tribe of people who are very in tune with nature to the point where they can go to an old shrine and uh, essentially use a part of the forest to actually look at the planet's old memories, which kind of cool. And then it plays into um, like the empire or like the old droid universe. It's and the separatists. Like people take advantage speci- of that. They specifically mention the separatists. So it's got to be during the yep. clone wars. Or uh, after the Clone Wars, because they like recondition the droids for their own purposes. Yeah. Uh, but no, totally, I agree with you in the Studio Ghibli like yeah. aspect. Totally on the environmentalist and the like animation art style thing. Yeah, yeah. They easily, I can easily see the inspiration from like say Princess Mononoke in this one, because Empire using droids and all that attacking nature. And the fact that this tribe is trying to live peacefully uh, with nature going al- going along with it. And that's what convinces wandering Jedi to actually take action. <laughs> yeah, this this was one of my favorite ones, um, if not my favorite, because one huge reason, which goes back to Shield Hero, Kevin Pinkin did the music on this, which was astonishing by the way like he always kills it he did all the music on shield hero he's done the music for um land of the lustrous the gems uh anime he does a really good job composing and not only that the director of this also directed um he was an animation director on a few episodes of monster and he also was the key animator for perfect blue which are two shows that like are super gritty and i love them and like the premise of it as well. Like again, like when like it was a lot of show don't tell in this, which I really vibed with. I really liked like, first of all, the sniper weapon was dope AF. <laughs> like when he had like the little laser sniper, that was super dope. Um, When homegirl had the lightsaber katana, like super thin and it was yellow. I was like lit. Let's go. Um, in her, her boots. Yeah, yeah her I don't too. know what those were about, I, but like how yeah, they opened up. I don't <laughs> know what that up. was about. They never explain it. And like she just it. uses, need to explain she, it. She it's, just uses a typical Jedi force power right afterwards. So I don't know what they were for, but they were cool. <laughs> well, maybe they're like uh, the portal boots that keep you from breaking your fucking ankles. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the, she's a Jedi, so... That shit doesn't work anyway, but but also she maybe is just a Padawan and hasn't like mastered her like ability because like that's part of the whole thing is like her having to like path through life now that her master is there to guide her, but like her master's friend is 
Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole deal. And definitely, actually, that's the next episode. <laughs> and Zai, it's every episode of Star Wars <laughs> ever, man. Zai, you got to look at it this way. Think about it like this: You're Disney is coming to you, one of the richest, biggest corporations in the world, saying, "Hey, here's one of the most loved things in the world. We're gonna give you uh, X amount of time to flex." And they're like, the studio's like, oh, all right, I don't blame uh, any of these studios for any of this stuff. Them, like, d- them doing this at all was actually just a really cool novelty kind of thing. But that's every fact, episode to me. It's just a novelty. So, I mean, that's fine. Ice cream is a novelty. And I fucking love ice cream. Like, I love ice cream. <laughs> this, if you take away anything from this podcast, know that Static loves ice cream. That's the only thing you need to take away. So I'm going to put ice yeah. cream in the tags now. Good, thank Please you. Please do. I, I hope we get like sponsored by Baskin Rock. No, we're better than that. I hope we get sponsored by All Coastal. Right. Oh my god. All right. Production Moving IG, on. The Ninth Jedi. Yo, episode number five. This again one was the wife's ahead, favorite. Kels. Not Kells. Your name I, is Strange. I am not surprised by that. And this one was actually really, really good. This one's almost mm-hmm. my favorite. Actually, this one it, might be my favorite. It yeah, had production IG as it. well. Like it literally yeah, had my, like what five twists in it, especially near yeah. like near the end. There was like twist after twist after twist, and, <laughs> and there was at least <laughs> a, and there was at least a little like foreshadowing with the uh, same twist that they pulled off in episode yeah. one. <laughs> Except here, <laughs> it's bigger, and I thought it worked. <laughs> Before we get into like deep into the plot, let's talk about like what production production IG has done. In case you live under a rock. Uh, you don't know. Um, or if you just don't know, I promise you, you've seen one. <laughs> yes. Um, so production IG has done haiku, um, has done psychopaths, has helped with attack on Titan, has helped with everything which studio has done. Basically, um, they did, uh, Aruharu no ride. They've done, um, they've even helped with Evangelion as well, alongside Gynax. Like, fully coolie. they had, yes, fully coolie as well. Um, They've and they did one of my favorite iconics of all time, um, Ghost in the Shell, which is so good. Um, <laughs> and they bought that vibe to this one. I feel like this was a really like out of all the ones. If you if I could have one of these turn into a whole series, this would be the one that I would want turned into a whole series. Honestly, like, I could see that. I I'd... I I love them all. They're my little star children or whatever. Um, <laughs> But this one just it hit really different. Um, I really liked the premise of it. Like Zog said, either Zog or you, Strange said there were so many twists, mm-hmm. and I was there were a lot of twists. Like especially oh. the last twist, I was like, okay, <laughs> when they, like all the lightsabers turn red, I was like, uh, yeah, okay. I love how that one worked perfectly in this episode. Primarily because of one line of dialogue and an aesthetic choice that just made them that made them animating things just easier. Maybe not yes. easier, but it made the storytelling aspect through the animation easier. Just in this one, instead of the Kyber Crystal's color being the lightsaber, the Kyber Crystal's just in the blade and whoever's wielding it, the color changes. Yes. I, I liked like how Demon that Slayer. was explained. Yeah. I like Rune Slayer? No, Demon Slayer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That one's based on style, not necessarily the person. But yeah, I see. I kind of see where you're going with that. <laughs> um, like 
And shout out to Kiki's Delivery Service because this guy did the background art for the director did the background art for Kiki's Delivery Service. And he also did a lot of Cyborg 009 um, and the horror anime I'm Never Gonna Watch Memories. So shout out to this guy. <laughs> he did a lot but what? <laughs> he, did, he did a lot of stuff Little as well. But so I have to disagree with with some of this. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, How dare this you? was not this was not quite the banger that like maybe it was my expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh but like there was some stuff that didn't really hit for me. Like the voice acting yeah. and the setup about all of our Jedi really being Jedi didn't really surprise me when it was like Oh, suddenly we're all Sith. They were um, all menacing throughout the whole thing, but yeah, a good twi- like they slowly get a good twist doesn't have to be surprising every time. They they slowly get antsier and impatient, which is not kind of in line with the Jedi mm-hmm. thing. But they're all like masterless Jedi. Okay, I get the explanation. Um, I did enjoy um, the the whole bladesmith kind of concept. Yeah. We're, we're playing into her dad gets murdered slash abducted and then she has to go on a fucking like indoor chase scene. Mm-hmm. That was that a was fun great. callback. No, that was cool. Um, and of course, all of the actual fighting when we get to the um, the Margrave mm-hmm. coming out and going toe to toe with all of these Sith. That was wild. That was phenomenal <laughs> animation. The one guy so fell good. in the middle and just like burned. <laughs> the variety. Yo. The variety. I love how he's just like, oh, he's off balance. Flick. <laughs> Man, the the dude who's like who was like conflicted in his lightsaber turning like purple, like mid fight. That was yeah. sick, bruh. And I really liked how um the girls whose name I already forgot. I'm sorry. Um, Kara. was Kira. Kara, yeah, one of those. Sure. I loved how, like, when she was, like, picked up the lightsaber and it was going long and this and that, and it was, like, kind of hollow and not see-through. Like, even though she's crazy good with the Force, she can affect blasts and do all these other things that Masters can do. She still wasn't, like, the sureness of herself. And then when she was fighting, we saw it, like, kind of turn, like, green-ish. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, when she has that resolve, I'm like, this. these little tensions to detail. And the music was sick, bruh. Like, and... To answer your court or to bring up what you said, Kels, um, I put this on there later for the list, but kind of just bring it up now. Um, did you watch it subbed or dubbed? I watched it dubbed. Okay. Same. Same. I told I told Strange and he was mm-hmm. like, you're weird. <laughs> because, well, I, never you're weird. You're weird. No, I never said you're weird. I should have that. watched. Hold on. I should have watched it subbed because that would have done some better things for the dialogue yeah. land. I watched I, it uh, both. I had the subtitles, which only... It would have been the same subtitles for uh, for the sub as it would be with the dub. And I know this because the translation with episode two in the subtitles was different from the actual like vocals in the music. So uh, some of these episodes you need to watch in Japanese. And I think this is yes. one of them. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say. I watched both of them. I watched it both ways. Just to get like that true experience. Of it, and I gotta say, like some of them definitely, like the one, like episode four, I feel like hit so hard for me because I watched it Japanese and English, and the Japanese was like far more so like enthralling for me. And also, I had to listen to Tatooine Rap City in Japanese as well because I'm I'm gonna hear them sing in Japanese. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so, um, on top of that, 
was that the dialogue was so much like crisper in like feeling i feel like and the yeah bo- you get you get the original tone and intention and timing yes with the japanese you know you read the subtitles you get the thing but you feel the intonation you feel the delivery yeah. and that's what really makes it land timing wise but also um the star-studded cast was on both sides of this like sub and dub i looked it up man I don't know if y'all knew in the first episode, Simon Liu, the guy who played Shang-Chi, was the voice of the Wonder. And then we had um like we had like all type of icons coming out from Japan. Like these were like voice actors I hadn't heard in years. And then like, you know, of course my girl Shinobu was on one of them. So I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is what we're doing. Like, and then I ain't gonna lie, one I switched because I thought I heard Monica Rial in English, and that's what actually prompted me to like see if I could listen <laughs> a different language <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to hear your voice. Oh um, damn! So that thank you for that. My disdain for her helped me like wow. kind of figure out watching it both ways had different effects. So shout out to Visions for doing that as well. Like it definitely. I recommend if y'all have time or want to watch this again, go back and watch it in Japanese because it does hit different, especially on some of the ones like um, episode five and episode four and I, even I, like the ones, really, the ones I imagine that would really hit different are like one, four, five and seven, maybe seven nine. Hit. All of them hit actually both ways to me, at least. Like I was going to say, I was like, I actually really didn't mind the dub. At all? No, it wasn't yeah. bad. That wasn't bad. I'm just saying, like some things, like episode six, was or episode five. Sorry, episode six and five were definitely more profound in Japanese for me because of like they had like scenes like crying and anguish and things like that, and like especially the Margrave's voice in Japanese. Holy crap, man! <laughs> like they that was like on some Levi stuff. I don't think it was. Was it the voice actor for Levi? I don't know, but like thanks to look up. It later. was a yeah. Moving on to so something totally different. We have Toby, episode six. Yeah. Man, this one missed. Uh, that was I, Science Saru. I wasn't expecting Astro Boy for Star Wars. <laughs> right? Man. Literally, yes. I, I was like, oh, okay, so we get to learn about the terraforming stuff. Uh, so, and then it's like, oh, wait, it's really not about terraforming. <laughs> yeah, what's the, uh, what's uh, Mega Man's, the scientist who built Mega Dr. Man? Was it Dr. 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 Light? No, not Wiley's the bad guy. Light is the guy who. Oh, okay, yeah, Man. that guy. They Did they partners. steal his yeah, character design for this guy for the dad Probably. in this one? Because that's immediately what I thought when I saw him. <laughs> was this was just Mega Man, except he made Astro Boy instead of Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. The ironic part of this, the guy or the studio that created this did Devil Man Cry Baby. I'm like, how far? Well, with how fluid left. the animation is, that I kind of understand yeah. that. But I think they it definitely looked like it was inspired by like Astro Boy uh, era like animation. I mean, oh, 100%. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, okay, I'm here for it. He's like, yeah, you got to go find the Kyber Crystal. But uh, gosh, it, it was, was inside you was, all along. You're a real boy. <laughs> yeah, I literally think he just told him, go out on a journey to find the Kyber Crystal because Leave he was like, alone. I'm tired of your crap and I need to get some work done. <laughs> go outside. Wait. What made it just good? Oh, no, you got it. It just sucks so badly that his quest for the Kyber crystal and interest in whatever, yes, 
whatever was in the basement, which was a fucking starship, signaled the Sith to come murder his dad. (laughs) What can you do? He didn't know. Well, he had both arms missing, but he did learn. He He learned real quick. Did so, he have both arms missing? Because he, yeah, he, would, he was he constantly in poses missing. where it was just like arms crossed with the sleeves touching or the sleeves just dangling down. No, I don't, I don't the, think because even even when he was moving the bricks around, he's like, using yeah, his he head was directing it with his head. Yeah, he, I don't but think he had hands. The different his little the chair had tiny little hands for him. I don't know if you okay. noticed that. So yeah. maybe he had some like forearms but no hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the different poses threw me off. <laughs> So this is I had a horrible laugh in this episode because um, oh, no. when I watched it dubbed, I don't know if any of y'all know if y'all have probably seen the movie um, Rosewood, but <laughs> there's this character. Oh, this is not funny at all. Um, there's this character. <laughs> you already got me Rosewood is a movie that. about slavery. So and <laughs> the African slaves coming over and getting beat and turning into slaves and all that. And there's this character named Kunta Kinte and. Um, the slave owner is beating him. He said, what's your name? And he's like, Kunta Kinte. And he's trying to beat him until he says his like English name that they had given him, which that name is Toby. So when he yelled, I am Toby, (laughs) I lost it. I said, oh, no. God damn. I I, I fell out of my chair. Like, real (laughs) time. Oh, my God. When I watched it in Japanese, it didn't like sound as prominent as it did in english mainly yeah. english he's just when, like when oh, you hear it in me. japanese you think of naruto <laughs> yeah and here i'm just like oh no <laughs> and, and yeah man because they spend the entire episode being like t-o-b-1 yeah t-o-b-1 come here t-o-b-1 do not go into the basement do and then, and then it's finally like i am toby i'm toby nah man i'm a real nah, boy <laughs> Jesus. So other stuff that studio or science Saru has made is stuff like space dandy, Mm. um, devil man, cry baby, um, (laughs) and star Wars visions along with doing, uh, feature films for, uh, crayon, Shin Chan and yokai watch the movie. Oh wow. So they're, they're out here. They also did a Japan sinks 2020, which, I haven't oh, seen, yeah. but I heard some really, really good things about. Yeah, I need to watch that. It's on Netflix, I believe. So, yeah, shout out to them. Um, then we had The Elder, which was another Studio Trigger production. Um, and again, this one was dope. Uh, I love how I this one was the exact opposite of the spectrum from their last mm-hmm. one. Exactly. Yeah, this character design was crazy too. I'm like, yo, like, look at the immaculance of these characters. Like, and the weird part that like Jordan Fisher, who is a like, he was on this, he was on Disney Channel, and he's on Broadway and stuff now. And I'm just like, I did not expect to hear your voice in this. Like for the dub, it was really, it was really wild. But I guess everyone's an anime fan now and wants to do like voiceovers. Who did he voice? He voiced the Padawan. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And also, it's fucking Disney man. Yeah. Of oh yeah. He's on call. They got a for... backlog of almost everybody <laughs> that they can just bring in. Hey Miley, well, we yeah, need you was... to twerk in this. No. Yo, imagine <laughs> Star just... Wars Visions two. 
Miley twerking on Tatooine. It's a studio full trigger. 15 minutes of her just, just twerking. I'd watch a studio. Done by studio call. trigger, paying like, homage to Darling in the Franks. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Just like, again, just like a giant wrecking ball with her twerking on it. Oh, my God. A1 production. No, one that's, that's the new laser from the Death Star. <laughs> As they oh, blow man. up planets. Oh, my God. Uh, but... But the Elder, the Elder brought me the Jedi Master that I wished I could be. Just awesome? Or the ultimate? Just the awesome oh. and the hairdo. And I'm like, if only there was a galactic war that I could take part in and then Just be that. Like, have to teach somebody not to be dumb. Yeah. Do you need a scar? As they get murked. Yeah. Literally, he like, kept warning his Padawan, don't, don't you just... Just go, just get out, don't you? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna go fight him. Guess what? You get injured for it. Yeah, I'm surprised I, he didn't murder him. I this, thought he was dead. This master, uh, yeah, I thought he was dead too. This master honestly seems like a more like common sense version of uh, Qui Gon Jinn mm-hmm. because he's very in tune with the Force. He kn- he's willing to trust in the Force over everything else, but he's got enough common sense to say. Okay, there's some bad shit happening. Get out. <laughs> yeah. And and can, I, man, can I say I did love how this kind of uh, played in to like the dark side being able to like keep you alive, at least maybe not young, but alive. Alive. Yeah. Like from from what we learned in the movies and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool because literally when that old dude died, he just turned into <laughs> dust. It was, he just then, crumbled into uh, dust. <laughs> Dainta was like. Why did that happen? I was like, uh, so you know how like the dark side and everything. Let me get some it. lore here. Oh, let me. The midichlorian of evil <laughs> was all <laughs> him together. The rise <laughs> of Skywalker <laughs> was right. Um, and let me tell Never. you, and I was, with that sentence, uh, I'm done. With with this episode Strange. and then the last episode, which I know we haven't talked about yet, I won't I won't talk about it yet. Hold on, Look, hold on, hold on. Come on, <laughs> she said. Um, she was like, so like, is the Sith like, is it just like a toxic work environment? Is that what? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you get good vacation days. You can kill your enemies. Like, you, just, you can kill your, like, you can kill anybody, really. Just, you know, I mean, yeah. And literally, that's. It's got a hell of room for growth. <laughs> you could be yeah, the Galactic only Emperor. Two. And there's only just don't, one guy, just don't get a Padawan of your own that wants to murder you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just everyone wants to kill the boss in front of them. Mm-hmm. So um, now Star Wars uh, a pyramid total scheme. nerd. Yeah, it's it not is. much of a pyramid Star scheme War- if there's only Mark. one person. <laughs> the Jedi. Star Wars nerd. I absolutely love the fight scene between the Jedi Master and the Elder. Yes. Yes. Um, oh my. With. Yeah. Finish that. I just. With bringing um, like a bunch of like the the difference in styles, <gasps> the steam, which is a real dichotomy between Sith and Jedi fighting styles. But the way he ended the fight by dropping his lightsaber, holding it up, and then turning it back on—that was like dope. <laughs> yes, that was so cool. That yeah. I have always wanted to see someone kill somebody that way with a lightsaber. <laughs> It is here. It is awesome. It is better than what they did in the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, Where everything was so, in the Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, 
And can I just say I did appreciate that they animated the steam coming off the lightsabers yes. in the rain. That was I don't think I was like I don't even think they do that screamed, in the movies. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they've actually done anything like that since Gindy mm. Tartakovsky did the uh, original The Clone Wars miniseries. God damn it, Trigger. So why do you have to flex so hard? <laughs> hey, they had to show you after the twins that they can do whatever they want it, man. Like mm-hmm. they, they really, really can. can. Ex- and they've already shown us previously, which is why I was surprised that the monster girl was not done by Trigger uh, in this show. There Moving on to episode Ake. Ake? Yeah. We have Lop and Ocho. And this by is from Gino Studio. Yeah. And Gino Studio has done Golden Kamui, which is mm. the only notable thing I feel like I know that they have done. Um,. But this episode looked great, though. Like no, like I'm no, not saying that, that was bad. Was no, shoot, I, I could have done nothing before. I'm also pretty like, sure this is the longest episode in the whole season. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 23 minutes or so. Like it's it a full was. length episode rather than just 15 minutes. <laughs> That's this was, no, it's it's twin. It's 19 minutes. I think that um, the ninth Jedi was 21. Uh, okay. So it is the longer term, but it's not the longest. Okay. Yeah. This was the wife's second favorite episode. It was mm. I loved the story in it. It was very good. The Anna and again, it was just all beautiful. And my wife liked it too. You don't okay. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I watched this. <laughs> I watched it with Dainta, okay? So I'm showing me. He's to got more stuff to report on. Let yeah. him do his thing. Yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, yeah no. Rub it, it in. <laughs> it's it's a good one. I liked this one. Um it got, it was a weird like uh, coming right off of Studio Trigger one. My mind was on Studio Trigger anime, so to see a uh, two sisters fighting each other and going that, uh, like it was, I immediately started thinking of Kill a Kill and how like this one was almost like an inverse of a uh, Ryoko Ryoko and uh, Satsuki's uh, story. Hmm. Yeah, no, and it was wild because the art creator for this did um, Land of the Lustrous, man. And I'm just like, Ooh. that, yeah. Ooh, Land of the Lustrous was like super clean. And that they, he also was, and it's funny that you mentioned Kill a Kill because he was also the art director on Kill a Kill too, um, Zog. So Dope. he did Kill a Kill, um, Little Witch Academia. I'm like, bro, that you, this guy like just worked for Trigger, I feel like. <laughs> but <laughs> Probably. Um, no, and he did. Um, he actually did the background art for Boruto the movie. So I mean, oh, the movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but to say, yeah, and Dragon Pilot, like he's done a bunch of stuff, man. And Black Fox, which our buddy Guchilla Turtle hates, and <laughs> I think it's hilarious because Black Fox was actually a pretty decent movie. I still gotta watch. I haven't it. seen it. Yeah, because I haven't yet. Oh, y'all are some lames. Look, but no, I enjoy this one. I enjoy the art. I enjoy the mm. characters. Um, Yo, the lightsaber though was clean. I wanted. Oh my god, that was cool. Just say. Sorry, I had to say it. This lightsaber. I guess you did have to say it because you said it. Yeah, I did. Lightsaber was clean. Yeah, strange. Tell us more about lightsaber. It was clean. Jesus Christ. So (laughs) the backstory with the lightsaber, the whole like family heirloom with the lightsaber, and how the pat like the ritual of the passing of the lightsaber on to lop was like a whole backstory at, with like how this whole works, how they got a hold of it. 
but also like tying into like the gang boss bringing Lop into his home and like making her his daughter, mm-hmm. even when her his blood daughter is off here trying to like sell the world to the fucking yeah, empire. Gosh. It was it was a very sweet moment and like to watch them go toe to toe once they murdered their fucking dad uh, was pretty pretty cool and sweet and uh, yeah I'm sorry I couldn't help but laugh when the dad's just down there just like dead and still giving exposition <laughs> and talking. It well, felt like my one good eye. <laughs> it felt like you know what this felt like for me. This felt like the Black Widow movie that came out this year um, with the whole aspect of like family and then sometimes you gotta kill your family and then maybe not I don't know I'm just like I'm not saying that I'm trying to see it I'm I'm thinking on it I'm trying to see it I'm just saying yo this reminds me so much of like the Adams Family movie (laughs) where like you've got a family sometimes you gotta kill your family No, well, like, now you that know, you put it like that, I totally play, see is it. There a dog? But you understand <laughs> what I mean? We all saw the Black Widow movie, right? It came yeah. out this year. No, uh, yeah, none of us saw the Black. I, I didn't see the Black Widow. Movie. I saw it. I, I'm, I'm not the quite sure sisters, what you're saying. The two sisters not actually being related. Yeah, they got the bond, and then their dad being a whole a hole, like you know, <laughs> just like, but still caring, you know. Um, no, that's the thing. The dad wasn't really an asshole. He was just egotistical, uh, and he wasn't the one who really did anything. He sold also, them to the Russian like they KBC. were already <laughs> sold. The reason they were there was because that was their mission. <laughs> that was already saying, a thing. <laughs> it feels it feels like it was. Oh, but oh, um, all I can say is now is the time to say. <sighs> Why does Disney have to own like damn near all of the Western animation and all media? Oh, you didn't want to talk about the last episode? Because like we will, oh, okay, we will, cool. which is exciting. Sorry, um, like a uh, big that whole deal. It but, just seems yeah, like everyone's like, taking inspiration from the last episode and just be like the dark side, Disney. <laughs> which is which is like last episode artistically and story wise is wonderful. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to that. But like Disney owns half the universe and it's kind of fun to see them like reach out to territories they don't own to get input on their IPs now that they do have them Um, and get like the this variety and like passion of a craft on these beloved IPs. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see this again, but I I personally have enjoyed seeing what other creators can do with like IPs like this that we haven't really seen uh Disney do with other stuff they own. They've been real clamped off. This yeah. is our shit now. Mm-hmm. We are no one's touching it. Mm-hmm. But to like see this, it's kind of refreshing. And I love it because it's just so like it feels like it's bringing the world together. Like when I watched this, like I saw like a little documentary on Visions and, you know, people just say stuff because it sounds right. But the person who kind of orchestrated this said uh, when the world was kind of like locked down in the pandemic, like they felt disconnected and everything. And then it made Disney like want to open up to like the other parts because, you know, and do things and work with people like there's amazing animators out there. And this is just like one style. And I hope that we'll see this in like other like you said, Disney does own a bunch of crap. So, you know, and they've done it before, you know, well, I guess Marvel 
wasn't owned by Disney when they did like Marvel anime things as well. Like, <laughs> it depends. But no, but but did totally to we've seen those, we've seen the overlap of um, Japanese animation and Western uh, IPs previously. And I heard so this like, is totally a thing that has happened. And I heard like Disney was super respectful of like Japan. Like, they just like gave it to them and was like, here, like, you know, we're not going to tell you how to do anything. We're not going to do this. You know, we just like they just gave like a skeleton of like we wanted to be like a short, you know, we wanted to kind of have a bit beginning and the end and like just do your own thing. Do whatever you want. Like you want to put like I think they even said they could put like profanity and stuff in it as well. Like they said, just go ahead. Like it's Star Wars. Like this is your thing. Like blood, whatever you need to do. Like we trust you. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like hmm. that's and you could say that's respectful. You could also say that that's just hey, we want something Star Wars and we're lazy. Here you go. <laughs> I mean, there's always another always. side to it, so I, I mean, just always try to yeah, think of the other possibility. You always see him the negative, like saying that's I because I'm usually talking negative. to you, and you're usually going for the positive. My it life has been negative, be. so I'm gonna be positive. You, you need a balance. Okay. You need a balance. The force must remain balanced. You need your Speaking of your balance, Avatar State. This last episode is not that. <laughs> Everything we've seen so far has been Jedi wonderful. Have a good rock and roll time. Let's I don't know murder an old guy. Yeah. <laughs> but this episode, huh. It's got some like unspoken, mm. like read deep into the story shit going on here. It's by uh, another by uh, Science Saru. Mm-hmm. They did the Toby another episode. studio flexing. Yeah, this is this not the uh, did Toby. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, yep. it is. It's uh, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> did you not like it? <laughs> no, it was it was bad. It's just like you like you said. It was definitely different. Um, I like the animation style. It. I like the music. This is a story I actually want to see tackle in more Star Wars stuff because this is just like the whole the crushing weight of the Jedi, all of their rules, all their everything just coming down on a person. And when he can't like live up to it or he's losing something he truly cares about because of it and there's a way out with the dark side, you can't really blame him for wanting to take it. But oh, no. even I mean, though like, you know it's going to be the worse and more destructive option at the yeah, end I mean, of the road. It was definitely yeah. like, yeah, there, there's a reason why Jedi have these specific rules. Yeah. And this is a good example of why. But also, like, you can also see really where themselves. all of that stuff can, like, turn people to the other side. <laughs> yeah, because literally the master was like, yeah, I'm not going to help you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you mess up. Well, he said, don't go. Yeah. We'll send someone else. You're having nightmares of you murdering somebody. Maybe you shouldn't be Do- there. <laughs> Maybe you should not be the one that yeah. goes and does this. I'm but a- if you do, I can't fucking help you because <laughs> my ability to help you is you staying right here. Yeah, I think this was done like again. Like, I feel like this was a lot better than. Like it has to me, it has similarities to the Last Jedi when Luke was like instead of making Luke instead of making the mentor a murderer in this, they like you know went the way they should have instead of like in the Last Jedi where Luke was like, oh no, he freaking out, got to murk him in his well, street, right? Well, I would argue that this this is more in line with the Anakin yes. progression. Yeah, that, that's exactly um, what I thought too. 
but we we don't spend so much time with Anakin that we're like, okay, well, we're kind of dragging out his growth, mm-hmm. and he hates sand because it's coarse and <laughs> it's rough and um, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So like, and and the the change in acting and like evolution of mm-hmm. the character doesn't take so fucking long. Yeah. Um, now we do get tastes that we do see with Anakin. You know, the nightmares, the worry about Padme fucking dying and his whole goal of, like, saving her. It's the same thing that happens here. He's got these these nightmares of him mm-hmm. murdering somebody. And then he does it. And he finds out who it is, the girl he was trying to save the entire time. Um, it's all, like, dark side plot manipulation yeah. bullshit, man. And, like, we get to see that facet in, like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And it feels... Like a rounded story. Disappointing because he turns to the dark side and like leaves her alone in the end episode. But like we get to see that whole concept laid out in front of us. And it's yeah. like, yeah, man, that's what I wanted. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I find it hilarious that um, this was what they ended on, like in a good way, like funny in a good way, like not like ha ha ha. Uh, but just like ha ha ha, ha dark side ha ha, ha death. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's it's like, I don't know why it's like when you said that it reminded me of like one of the best Star Wars like fictions ever um family guy something something dark side <laughs> it's like I the emperor finally found the perfect dialect something something complete <laughs> like uh, family guy but yeah um so that was visions and what of experience it was nine episodes and i, I know kells has already voiced his opinion that he doesn't think there will be another visions um what i do don't y'all think it will be i don't think it'll happen there's no way i mean this is, this is a once let, in a lifetime we entered the good timeline for once and you say that now <laughs> you're <laughs> underestimating one thing in this st- world kells the power of one thing money 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 has Fucking bought money. things back from the abyss. Like, I never, I tell you, he's not on wrong. everything. If you would have told me three years ago in 2021, we would have had an iCarly reboot and it would have been fire, I would have said you were smoking something that I don't say on podcasts. But I would have like, said you, sh- I would have said the same thing I say now. It should have been Drake and Josh. I understand why it's not, but it should have been. They wanted yeah. it to be Drake and Josh, trust me. But someone had I, other plans. They say we're not touching I mean, that one with the ten foot pole. I'm, I mean, I could like if this in in big brain mode, if this was a pilot demo to see which studio could bring the heat That's in a I way believe. that Disney wants to like buy a show from. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe. Maybe we might see something else, but I don't know if we're going to see another like showcase yeah. like this. That being said, yeah. Trigger Production IG uh Kanima Citrus. There you go. He got 3. I <laughs> I agree. I got to say the ones that I would love to see with full series in order are probably not order when I see them, but just going on the list. I would love to see the twins by Trigger be a full studio. I'd love to see the Village Bridge. Probably that one more so. Bridge. That one, yeah. Or sorry. The one with the old guy. The bride. Yeah, yeah. The village bride. The village bride. Oh, the village bride. Okay, never mind. All right. Man, there's a glare. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so the village bridge would probably be my number one. And I would. <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> 
the village, village bridge. There was a bridge, but it was in episode seven, okay? <laughs> the village bride will probably be in my number one I want to see. Then um, the elder, then the ninth Jedi, then twins. And I don't know, I felt like Lop, like the Gino Studio one Lop, was yeah. a good, like, I felt like it wasn't capitalized as well in what it was. Like, bro, give me like Toby in a kid's show. Hey. Which Toby? Well, I don't, yeah, the robot. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, he would just go around to other planets trying to give uh, here's the thing. If you give me him, him, if you give me him as like a it, side yeah. character in someone else's story, I might yeah. be about that. Yeah. Yo, combine Toby and the ninth Jedi together. I'm just <laughs> And then oh, cut no. Toby's head off because fuck that noise. No. <laughs> nah, the ninth Jedi got to be his own no. one. Bro. Yeah, don't disrespect. Okay. Ni- right. Ninth Jedi has to be his own series, but Ooh, um, bring Toby into the twins. There you go. No, <laughs> you're feel, horrible with this. Okay, I feel like it would work better in that one. Still, don't think it's quite good. I'm just I'm Trigger can have no overlap. Trigger's got to have the freedom <laughs> to do whatever it wants. You think Toby can be a pair of like bosoms for the dark? Vader twin chick. What 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 we saw in Toby, yeah, I think probably. probably. You're right. I think Toby, if he was gonna go in anyone, it would have to be Tatooine Rap City. Like that would be fun. I yeah. can see that. Like, Just don't that let one, him sink. <laughs> Put him on an instrument. He'd, become this, he'd be the PA system man you play. <laughs> he'd be one of Jabba's enforcers. <laughs> Did you guys hear? Me and my, I can me share and my gang planets. of droids have come to collect. Jabba's hey, going to get overthrown about, long before Luke gets there. There was one thing I wanted to say. Can we talk about how Jabba was the only main character or the only like, Star Named Wars original Star Wars character Wars that we character. saw in this? Yeah. No, Boba. Boba. But, in the same oh, yeah, true, episode, true. but yeah, yeah I mean that like that was the only episode that had like them, and I was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. that's what's up!" Like, I like how everybody yeah. else just let everything else like be. So yeah, but I, but I, it fit for that episode to like yeah. give it some clout because it was like such an out there story. Like but you had to give it some. Stakes. It was also grounded like, enough that could actually have taken place in Star Wars. Yeah, okay. if you just rock and roll job of the hut enough, he'll let yeah, you not yeah. be murdered. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> So I, I got to ask you all like, one. Uh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. One of my favorite parts was in episode four when the droids were talking. Like they, listen, I'm just telling you. Hey, hey go ahead. Go ahead. You know, when they, when was, I don't know. I don't remember if they said Roger Roger or something like that, but they're like, oh, his head blew off or something. I was like, there's that droid humor. I, I loved when the droids scream. Yes. <laughs> One droid head blows off and he's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, that, that was great. That, that part was, was funny. Okay. What was your question? My question is, what <laughs> was your favorite episode and your favorite weapon? Zog, you first. Favorite episode and weapon? Yes, like not that they have uh, to be in the same episode, but what was your favorite episode, comma, and your favorite weapon? Uh, probably the ninth Jedi for the episode. As for weapons, they don't really show any new ones outside of the lightsabers, and those are just different designs. So no, I like, mean like yeah, lightsaber. But, like, the, um, but the, yeah, which lightsaber? You know what I meant, Zog? No, I don't. That's why I'm confused. Like, what lightsaber? The umbrella, did you enjoy? the katana, the whips, the trigger, whatever. The the hand me down yes. from Lop. Lop and Ocho. What was your favorite lightsaber? Uh, <laughs> I've honestly probably just gonna go with the one from Lop and Ocho because the rest of them just kind of blend into the crowd, and that one at least had a couple nice shots where. 
the blade looked clean as fuck. That's why I, I told you. I told you. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> and what about you, Kels? What was yours? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> favorite episodes up there with pretty much everything we've talked about, like kind of the more gritty stuff. Uh, the Village Bride, The Elder, Lopinocho. Um Favorite weapon? Toby. <laughs> Just well, that's a good Toby. weapon. No, no bullshit. Just no, he's he, a he became the lightsaber and then became the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Nah, Favorite weapon? Toby, because his master is a fucking lunatic. He made a murderer. Mm-hmm. I agree. Doctor Light got dark. Came from somewhere. That program had to get in there somehow. There you go. <laughs> you know? For me, note um, to self: remember to install "fuck them up" protocol. <laughs> For me, favorite episode is definitely between the Village Bride and the Ninth Jedi. Um, shout out to the twins. Shout out to the Elder as well. Kind of mm-hmm. like a tie for fourth. Um, we're all four, but I feel like this might be kind of wild. But my favorite weapon. I really like the slender katana mm. in the Village Bride from the Homegirl used. I really thought that, that was, was dope. That was um, I kind of like the guard actually glowed. Yeah, uh, that like, was and I love the sniper rifle. Like I said, I, I like the sniper rifle a lot. That was so simplistic but so clean and strange. You? Oh man! I mean, it's pretty much just an echo chamber in here because I really do love. Uh, the ninth Jedi. That was it was so fun. Um, Lop Lop story coming in like second place pretty much, and then I do like the Village Bride. Favorite weapon, uh, definitely from Episode Seven, the dual little katana blades that the old guy uses. I don't know. I like dual blades. Um, they were fun. They were <laughs> cutting things open. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of power things open. open. Or I could, or I could be uh, a weirdo and say, oh, you're at the end of the ninth Jedi when the temple turned upside down. It was a giant lightsaber, you know, whatever. <laughs> was- that was kind of like, I love that perspective change. It had like that throwback. <laughs> Kels was Kels like, was what, like what, what the fuck did I, I miss? You missed it. At the end of the ninth Jedi, when they're zooming out, like towards the, the temple credits, that they sh- were showing upside down the whole time. When it's yeah. pointed at the planet, it looks like a lightsaber hilt. So when the light comes yeah. out of it, it's, it's basically a lightsaber. a lightsaber pointed at the planet. <laughs> Fuck this franchise, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that All lightsaber's right. there for Galactus. Don't worry. When he yeah. comes to merge the planet, right. he's ready. Everyone had a good time, more or less, depending on who you talk to. We all enjoyed stuff from it. This has been Star Wars Visions, an intrepid adventure with the Japanese anime into the Star Wars universe. Uh, of course, all of it non-canon until they tell us otherwise, right. which would be an adventure. That, that would be my But um, you can catch us talking about other stuff on all of your podcatchers, Doug and Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast, at Content Breaker, or on Twitter as well, whatever, YouTube, stuff like that, uh, Content Breaker too. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff to plug? Yes. Um, you can catch me at Static Dredge with a Z on Twitter. Um, also check out our content breaker at content breaker on Twitter um, and on Instagram, which is underscore content breaker. So, yeah. All right. Now it's my turn. Uh, find me on YouTube at strangely entertaining. Also find me on Twitter uh, via ha- at strangely entertaining or strangely int. Uh, or find me on Twitch as well, which I'll usually stream on Tuesday nights now. 
it, it will either be at seven or nine. Probably nine, most likely. And then don't forget Friday the 8th of October. All day Metroid. Let's go. Also, check out the other podcast at your typical Shonen protagonist or on Twitter at your TSP. <laughs> Zog! Yes! Next month begins our endeavor spooky into month. spooky month. <gasps> spooky month! What are we doing? We're actually talking about a two franchises that we've talked about before, except this time it's a crossover. Whoa. That's right. The, mis- the mystery gang's going to nowhere. Whoa. Curse the cowardly dog and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'm excited. I forgot what we were doing. Next week on Content Breaker. Ruh-roh.